You're listening to Win Win, an entrepreneurial community with your host, Ben Wolf. And welcome to Win Win, an entrepreneurial community. As always, I am Ben Wolf, your host. And we're going to learn from our guest today uh, about how to find professional and personal satisfaction through mentoring. I think it's a very practical thing for business owners uh, out there, for you guys to, to learn about. Something that I've been thinking about more recently as well. Uh, encourage everybody out there to please also uh, pause this for a moment wherever you're watching or listening to this and uh, subscribe, uh, leave a review on Apple Podcasts or, or whatnot, YouTube, uh, like, subscribe, follow, whatever it is in the place that you're listening to this. I encourage you to do that. Definitely give the information here, access to it to more people. So I encourage you to do that. Uh, and with that, I want to get into introducing our guest today. Uh, she is founder and brandographer trademark term, of LCG Brands. Uh, she brings 30 plus years of executive leadership uh, to bear in marketing, branding, and communications, success with high-profile organizations, including the Greater Boston Chamber of Commerce, the Massachusetts Governor's Office, NBC Universal, and iHeartRadio. Uh, she has mentored over 5,000 students in her lifetime. Uh, you could find out more about her at lcgbrands.com. Uh, and with that, I give you Jody Tatiana Charles. Welcome, Jody Tatiana. Wait, is it Jody Hello. Tatiana or Jody? Hi, Ben. How are you? Um, thank you very much for having me here. Um, call me Jody. So I have a dual name because I'm first generation born in um, born in America to Haitian parents. Um, my name I was supposed to be uh, uh, in Haiti. They told my mom I was going to be a boy, so I was supposed to be Ray Junior. And One second, um, in Haiti, they they said what? They told my mother I was supposed to be a boy. Oh, and so surprise I'm not and so my dad's like wow we can't call her Ray so my dad saw a billboard in New York and said you know what Brooklyn New York they apparently they used to have borough queens or subway queens and so I was called Jody after this woman that I to this day I cannot find what she looks like but the funny thing is um my relatives can't say Jody because in French they can't say Jody so like I get called Yodi or Yudi or Judy okay. so Tatiana everyone could say so internationally I'm Tatiana in America. I'm Jody. Got it. Okay. I, I appreciate that. That's like a, an interesting naming story, an interesting background. <laughs> and, and so, so getting to background, I guess if you could give us like a quick two minute uh, catch up on how you, you know, how you got into this, how you got into why you're talking and speaking about mentoring, like just like a quick two minute background or history to backfill, like how, how we got to talking about this. So, all right, so I'm gonna try really hard not to talk fast, but I get so excited about the silly life that I've led. Um, I started my career as a teacher. So teacher, CIT director, um, camp counselor, all about helping and engaging with kids and giving that advice and making sure that they're leading, like they're leading that life that they want to. Um, I realized that I love teaching, but teachers don't get paid, which is such an unfortunate because they are the leading forces of what we do. And so I, basically went back to school. I had to do an internship somewhere. I did it at a radio station that I really loved listening to all throughout my life. I was an intern there. I was getting that guiding light from individuals that were working in the radio industry. They terminated my boss, the producer, and they're like, you are now the producer of this show. And I'm like, oh, no, 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 I'm a teacher. So I went from being a teacher, I mean, uh, a teacher to a radio producer, a radio producer to a television producer, a television producer, to a press secretary, to a governor, and all the way through throughout my career, learning, 
and being taught is, by the, the secretary best- to the governor like Jen Psaki, except to the governor, is it that role or something else? Press secretary to the governor of Massachusetts. No, I know, but I'm just saying, is that similar to what Jen Psaki does for the president? Is it that, except for Massachusetts governor, or yes. is it a different kind of role? So it's that kind of no. role, just at the state level. Yeah, it's at the state level where um, you're just the top, you're the, you're the sounding board, and as well as you are the voice d- uh, in charge of certain topics. So I was in charge of housing, transportation, IT. I was like, in charge of um, Mrs. Romney, as wow. well as, um, oh, uh, housing, environmental, housing, transportation, environmental, IT, and the first lady. So it was really great to be able to like communicate those messaging through what the governor's mes- what the governor was focusing on, and I was at soundboard where I was able to communicate that to a larger audience for him. Uh huh. Wow. And and, yeah. and the connection to and the connection to mentoring. How did we how did we end up like where that's the main mission or focus right now? Yeah, I think it, it, again it's it's where I started my entire career. So my entire career was based on I mean not even just my entire career. My entire life has always been all about making sure that when you are acquiring all these different skill sets, you want to make sure that you give back. Um, and so every single place that I've ever gone, I've like acquired different knowledges and I'm giving back. I've had interns throughout. So I was an intern and I knew how important it was for me. So I wanted to intern back. So I mm-hmm. took on that mentorship of taking on individuals that wanted to go into politics, wanted to go into the media, wanted to work with education and I mentored them to make sure that they were uh, they were um, getting the best of the best, not making those same mistakes that I made. Um, I basically uh, got them to the faster way of getting to their goals, but also with individuals that were in the business world where they wanted to actually like excel and they wanted to go to the next level and get that job. How do I find that mentor that's going to help me out? How am I going to like come up with a strategy of designing a path to getting to the job mm-hmm. or that promotion that I wanted to? Um, how do I even yeah. exit out of the job that I want to, or even how do I, how do I start a company? Right. So all these different skill sets became that way of helping all these individuals. Right. Yeah, I mean, all that stuff is amazingly valuable, and obviously you're at a you're at a huge disadvantage. You as the mentee or about one who might need that kind of mentor or advice is obviously at a huge disadvantage if you don't have someone who can help you get through that. You also have to be someone who wants it, and you know. And, and who- I was just gonna say, I'm happy you brought that up because most people that I work with, uh, most people that are introduced to me, the biggest thing is fear. They don't want to admit that they don't know. Right. Well, okay. So, target market or like the audience of this show is like business owners and leaders in mm-hmm. entrepreneurial businesses, not like large corporations. But, you know, and not solopreneurs, but like people in that 10 to 250 person type of organization, owners. Mm-hmm. And so thinking about these kinds of, you know, thinking about this kind of audience, um, like what are the mentoring options? Like what are the things that they could be doing if they want to mm-hmm. give back or give to others the knowledge, experience in terms of like all those areas where you mentioned, like getting a job, like in terms of jobs or people with their own businesses, maybe just smaller, so uh, or, or less further along than they are. Like, what are the options that business owners and leaders have in terms of giving to others and mentoring? Yep. So let's just go on. We'll start with the individuals that sh- that need mentoring. So mm-hmm. think about that during the pandemic. You've uh, you. I mean, we watched. We watched a lot of small businesses and entrepreneurs and innovators have to try to figure out what do I do next. 
Um, how do I sit there and keep my business afloat? And so they actually started going to their communities. Let's just start from the bare bones where people that they know, let's talk about if you need help with finance, whether you need help with marketing operations, they went to people that they know in the business world or their education. I'm a, I love tapping into my, my MBA program classmates. They never wanted to own a business, but they're in these corporate organizations and these are the roles that they have. So mm -hmm. depending on what I needed at the time, I would tap into people I know, friends, family, uh, colleagues, former colleagues, or classmates, number one. Number two, the community. During the pandemic, especially during the pandemic, individuals that were your competitors are no longer your competitors. You're now collaborating with these individuals. And so look around to see what businesses that you could partner with or what businesses that you can actually like, um, say, like, you know what? I saw that you had this problem two weeks ago. Can I sit there and like tap into you? What happened and what did you go through? Because I like to actually, I'm, I'm, having, I'm having that problem right now. Mm -hmm. So start using the individuals around you in the business world, in your neighbors for that, that knowledge that they have. Step three is chamber of commerces. Um, you can go to chamber of commerces. You can go to um, accelerators and um, entrepreneurial ecosystems. Those are other places where there's a lot of consultants that we volunteer our time. There are two or three different places that are in Massachusetts, and then there are five different places globally that I mentor. Get on Zoom. I just need 15, 20 minutes of your time, or maybe it's an hour of your time. So like you're tapping into the knowledge base of individuals that already mentor that are, that are known for mentoring, and then you're asking for an hour of their time. There's so many different organizations that, that have that. SCORE, Chamber of Commerces, Accelerators, your university and colleges that you went to they have all the alumni that come by and come back and help out. So there are all these different resources that you can do if you're looking for a mentor. If you want to be a mentor, then you just basically have to start telling people, start advertising that on your LinkedIn. Tell people that you have you're, you're taking that time, probably an hour every single week. This is a specific time or date. And I want to sit there and mentor people. Here's my schedule. Just hop on the calendar. Tell me what you want mentoring for. This is what I specialize in. And it becomes a win-win situation. Um, I've been mentoring for over 30 years. Um, and everyone now knows if you need mentoring and marketing, this is where you want to go. Wow. That's amazing. Yeah, I mean, there's one organization. Well, one I did it for a million dollar, million dollar women. I did a little bit with them. Mm -hmm. um, it was actually a, a accelerator uh, affiliated with sap.io or whatever that, that company, the big company, I did a little bit of work with them. There's another one, a, a Jewish one uh, called um, the Jewish Entrepreneur TJE. I think that's what the mm -hmm. name of it. So I've uh, maybe five, six, seven people by now that they've set me up for ment you know, to, to mentor with. Yeah. Um, and so, right. So that's okay. So one idea. One, one idea, like you said, is approaching those things. Are you, what you're saying, an interesting thing that I wouldn't have thought of is just putting it out there, you know, mm -hmm. and just letting letting people reach out and, you know, maybe set up a Calendly page so they could say what they've been mentoring in. And I guess you could even tell them, hey, that's probably not, I'm not the best person for that. Why don't you reach out to so-and-so or something if it's not. Absolutely. And also just not, I mean, so I think that's like the, the ego comes into play. Maybe you have a list of people that you would love to get mentored for, mentored by. Not everyone is meant to be a mentor and not everybody wants to mentor. I mean, so you may think that A, the, the person A is the person that you are like, I really want this person as a mentor. This person doesn't have time. This person is like probably like, you know, just got a promotion, probably got a demotion. 
could this person be during the pandemic realize I don't want to be in this job anymore or I don't want to be in this career anymore. So just because you want this person doesn't mean that this person wants you one, but also you don't know what this person is going through on the back end. Mm-hmm. So have a list of the, of the top 10 people that you'd love to get mentored by mm-hmm. and then just go down the list. And if you just say, you know what, can I get 15 minutes of your time and hear the clear, please do your homework, do your due diligence and know why you're approaching this person. Because as a mentor, I don't like my time being wasted. The person I go, you don't like your time being wasted. So let's just use this time very, very well. Because if this 15 minutes is extremely vibrant, it usually turns into 30 minutes for me. And so it doesn't go more than 30 minutes because I definitely use my time wisely. But I mean, I really do take the time to educate the individual to make sure like be prepared before you arrive and let's use the time because 30 minutes, I worked in TV and a, a, a 30 second spot is forever in my world. Right. So let's like use the 30 minutes in your time so that way it's really robust and you're getting the clear, I'm coming in with two or three really well-defined questions for you not a laundry list of things because there's no way that can ever be done. Right. And I I think part of that goes to the, what we talked about before with the people have to want it. Mm -hmm. I think absolutely people have to want it. And um, if they're, you know, and look, people who don't really want it that much and they're just, I don't know, they're not that serious. uh, They're not going to put in that homework, Mm -hmm. uh, whatever. I actually had a, I did a mentoring thing with one guy recently we set up another appointment three months later uh-huh. accountability on what we you know, agreed he was going to work on in those three months and and he skipped you know oh, and you know that's he, always he, a didn't, bummer. he didn't show up it was in the calendar but he didn't show up and you know he, he like responded one or two days later emailed like saying why he missed not even apologizing and okay fine that person's not interested but one question i have also for, for you is um because one issue that the one question that I have is that sometimes you look, there's kind there's kinds of things that people need. Like let's say people need resume, you know, help with, you know, do their resume better, or mm-hmm. you know, there's things that I, you know, or how to do good in a job interview, like there's things that I can help with, yeah. but is that really my high if I'm gonna spend a limited time that I have available on mentoring and trying to add value for other people? not for money, but, you know, just to help, then, you know, is that really my highest and best use in that, in that time? Yeah. You know, I could, I can help people with a, with a company who can't necessarily afford to pay somebody to do this, but like how to do certain things better and, mm-hmm. and, and achieve their goals and, and, and dreams. Um, I could also help somebody in that half hour, an hour, improve their resume. Like, I don't know if that's the most best, highest and best use of my time as a mentor. So I don't know, how do, you, how do you navigate that when you're looking for opportunities or trying to be strategic about, you know, who can I add the most value for and how? So I'm going to, well, I want to go back a little bit because of the gentleman that didn't call you back or just like skip out. Accountability, setting up accountability for all your mentees from the start. Um, and really yeah, say- how do you, go, yeah, So how do you approach that? Yeah, so I set up a very, very strict rules where if you're late, because like I'm of the school of um, if you're 15 minutes, like um, if you're 15 minutes early, you're on time. If you're on time, you're late. And right. if you're That's late, don't show up. Right? Yeah, right. don't show up. Um, I'm very much of that because again, I'm stopping my work, my paying work for you. So right. take it seriously. That's number one. Number two, if they don't show up, I'm no longer available to you ever. 
Um, because there are a lot of people that really need you and they would do anything to meet you. And there's this person that just took up their time. So it's really right. not fair. So I tell people, if you don't show up, I'm not available to you forever. Um, and I, and, and it sounds harsh, but it is the so world do, that we live in. So when do you, it, when do you say this? Like right at the beginning of each right, episode? Right from the beginning. The first, the first 15 minutes of a conversation, I, even before that, like this the emails where, when the meeting starts, I said uh, out everything early. Just so you know, so even when you're reputation. scheduling it, you put the, you put the guidelines in, and then you mention it. That's very very right. interesting. So say, you put that in. Say the, it and then say it again, and then say it again. <laughs> right. So 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 make sure even put it in the emails even before you have a conversation and you develop a report. Because I guess maybe I have a fear, or some people might have a fear also, of like being too like or egotistical or something. And so yeah. You know what the thing is? I go, the right people that are looking for you. I mean, I, again, I always tell people I'm not for everyone. I'm definitely not for everyone, but I have a reputation of success. I've been doing this for a very long time and a very less, 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 less than the 1% of individuals that get angry at you. They're not angry at you or frustrated with you. They're frustrated at their situation. They're taking it out on you. And so at the end of the day, you have a family, you have a career, you have a team. You have to sit there and be mindful to all of those. You have to be mindful to yourself as well. So you can't stress yourself out and then think about the person that's like getting so angry at you. It's not you. It's not, it's not about us. There's like a bigger picture and we're not the right person. So I always like, there's um, comments on my LinkedIn. She's tough. I, and people are like, oh my God, I can't believe you put that in there. Well, you know what? If you read it, you already know what you're walking into. Um, we talked about the photo that was like my LinkedIn photo. You go, I always say, I go, I want you to know what you're walking into well before. Um, I don't want you to be surprised. Right. Anybody on the video portion, by the way, my, I, I'm having camera issues. Uh, but if you're on the audio, then you're hearing things that are completely irrelevant to yeah. you. Um, <laughs> that is, that, I, don't, I don't know what we're going to say in the rest of this conversation, but I certainly am getting tr tremendous value from, from some of the stuff that you're sharing right now. The idea is about being very upfront, you know, about obviously it takes a little, takes a little time to draft a, two or three, you know, simple rules or guidelines and, you know, and then make sure to just kind of make that part of your process. If you're, if you're mentoring people in terms of email in advance, make sure it's clear and, you know, and then put that in the conversation, in the initial conversation. So everyone's clear, like what the ground rules are, so to speak. And so that's, you know, probably right. That's, that's very valuable. Well, okay. Clarity, the clarity, one? Yeah. Well, clarity is huge. I go in, we'll call it, um, transparency is huge. So, so clarity in regards of this is what you're getting. This is who you're talking to. This is what you, I'm sorry, let's do diligence. Do your due diligence to make sure that I'm the right person for, uh, I'm the right person. I've done the due diligence with you, depending on the relationship. Is this a short-term relationship or is this a long-term relationship? Either way, I'm going to, if it's short-term, no big deal, 30 minutes of our time. If it's a long-term, I should be doing my due diligence as well to make sure that you are where the right fit. Um, if you've done your due diligence, you already know that I'm not the resume person. I'm a marketing person. I go, am I marketing in regards of, are we doing personal branding? Or are we focusing on your business? Which one are we coming into? And usually they come together for me because I deal with the humans of the marketing aspect. It's mm -hmm. not about your business. It's not about your product. It's not about your, your, um, your, I don't know, your service. I focus on the humans in your organization. So if you've done your homework, you already know that about me. I'm easy, I, you can Google me. You can find out who you're dealing with from the start. If you've done your due diligence, you could tell as a mentor, 
you can tell very clearly, very, very quickly, and that the person has not done their homework on you because they're asking kind of very vague questions. And it's like, they just want to hear their voices, but they're not sure. You want to make sure that the individual has done their homework beforehand. Um, the first two or three questions, you can hear, oh, this person definitely knows who I am, what I do, what I can serve. And then you ask, tell me about your company organization. And then you go into what are, why are we talking? How can I help you? So your first two to make sure they've, they've done their homework, well, learn about who they are very quickly. I go, and then I go, and what's their pain point? And then why are we talking? What do you need from me? And you, you should have one or two, they should have only one or two questions because in a 30 minute time window, it's impossible. Yeah, it's impossible. Me. You're here to tease out some different ideas for them to think differently. They probably, and they usually have the answers in their head, but they've been dancing in their head for such a long time with these thoughts. And they're like, I'm not sure, I'm not sure. I like, should I, should I not? Who should I talk to? You're here to sit there and help them pull out those answers to get to them, to get to the, the, the solution faster. Now, if it's a long-term relationship, let's build out a strategy. Is it a one month? Is it a three month? Is it a six month relationship? I go, do I have the time for it? Do you have the time for it? Are you going to work hard? Because clearly we need to sit there and make sure this works. And also, is this an individual that should have been a paying customer? Or is this a person that literally cannot afford your skill sets whatsoever? And this is a perfect mentee for you. So yeah. all those things on it, all, all those things happen simultaneously in regards of building that relationship. Because there are individuals that they don't want to pay for the services, but they clearly can. Then you know what? You give them a, a short term, and maybe this is a teaser into them hiring you for um, because they see that you're an expert. There's a gentleman during the pandemic that did a whole entire video about how to clean your pool. He was mentoring us about how to clean pools. He is booked up all the way till 2023. And everyone's like, what do you mean? I go, I taught you how to do it. He's like, yeah, you clearly showed us that you know how to do it. I don't want to do it. Right. You're doing it. And so for us as mentors, it's the same exact thing. We're mentoring to help, but you never know when that individual gets to that point where they, they, they can get, they, they can pay you, they come back. And I've had that situation a lot where people say like, I remember you mentored us, or I remember you did a speech five years ago, 10 years ago. I don't remember them, but I love the fact that I'm not going to go, well, what did I say? And verbatim, they can say what I said. I'm like, yes, this is awesome. Verbatim. I this know. is so wonderful. It's, it's, it's really the best feeling in the world. When someone listens, right. they use what you've said, and then they're like growing. Right. That's amazing. And, and before, before we started the recording, you know, one thing I asked, just ask it in a different way now, mm -hmm. is that you can put things on your LinkedIn and I'm available for mentoring, or you can reach out to one or two organizations or your alumni. For many of us, what I think the, pro the, the, the potential problem is, it's not a problem. I mean, yeah, you can mentor those people, but the, but you're only going, but the only people who are even going to see that or hear about it are people who have a certain similarity to you already. Mm -hmm. But there might, there are communities and people out there maybe who don't, you know, who just aren't swimming at that level. They would never hear about you. Mm -hmm. And how, how do I, if, if I'm interested, maybe not everybody's interested in this, but if somebody's interested in seeing like, hey, how could I mentor or help people that are more different from me or the circles that I've been in or the tribes that I've been affiliated with, they're more different from me or less privileged in whatever ways, economically or whatever, where uh, I wouldn't naturally have access to those people, mm -hmm. you know, but I, you know, but I don't want to limit the value that I give to only the people that are somewhat similar to myself. Mm -hmm. So 
what advice would you, would you give somebody that's, you know, you know, that want to solve, that wants to solve for that? Yeah. So, so I mentor in my ecosystem as I, I work with entrepreneurs and innovators globally. So um, like a funeral home director, I will never not have business because in regards of mentees, because they're all over the world, they're all right. over the world. We, we will always have business. Um, if you are, and I have clients that are retiring. So individuals that are retiring and they're like, how do I build my personal brand? I was always associated with this big company and, or a company. And now I'm trying to build my personal brand and I want right. to share my knowledge. I'm like, well, you need to get up and walk out the door and go and pick an organization and go into areas that you never, never would go to. And so if you want to mentor in a lower income area, go and find out what are the organizations that are there and go there one day a week. Mind you, Zoom is very, very easy. If you want to go to the universities and colleges, what universities and colleges are nearby? It doesn't have to be the one that you attended. It's not, I think that people are just assuming, well, I have the knowledge, they'll come to me. Well, if we don't know you, we can't come to you. Right. And I go, and the more you go out and the more that you say that I go, I'm available to volunteer at your school. I'm available to volunteer at your chamber. I'm, I'm available to volunteer at your church. Anywhere you go, you're, you're available. And now it's word of mouth because now the second you're volunteering, the second that you're mentoring you, and you're good, if you're good, people talk the best. And you know this, the best thing in the world is word of mouth, word of mouth. Um, I don't have to go looking for it because I've been doing it for years, but I'm known for what I do. I'm mm -hmm. known for being tough. I'm known for the success rates. And so now people say like, if you are ready for marketing and you want to grow your team or your personal brand, have you spoken to Jody? Well, who's yeah. Jody? Well, here's her LinkedIn and just approach her, send her an email. And that's like, they go through my emails or they go through my LinkedIn and it's really good. So put yourself out there for, I found out like, where do I want to go? Um, I went right to the uni universities and colleges are the greatest places to go because they have sponsors and those sponsors are usually businesses that are looking for mentors as well. So there's always a streamline of ways to like open up the tree. Right. So you plant the seed in certain places and let the tree grow from there. But make sure that before you mentor, are you ready? Uh, what are the skill sets that you want to share and go and who are the people that you want to do it to? And do you have the time? Do you have the time? Because it's worse when someone wants to come to you and then all of a sudden you, you, you're like, oh, I don't have time anymore. And they're like, but they were depending on you. Right. Whew. All right. Well, <laughs> there's good stuff. Uh, one thing I'm getting out of what you just said about that to that last question is the fact that it, it, it's not magic. <laughs> like there's no magic here. Yeah. The, if you, if you want to reach out to a different community, you just gotta like, okay, just Google it. Like just, you know, this is, you know, talk well, to no, you, you Google. Like, well, you know, I'll even, I'll even challenge you. Don't have to Google it. Go take a walk. Just go take a walk in your own neighborhood. Because I mean, I, I mean, I live in a quintessential New England town called Marblehead. And um, they, ha I mean, they have a, a Discover Marblehead where it's not the Chamber of Commerce. It's Discover Marblehead where a, a lot of the small businesses come together. And every quarter we meet. And I didn't even realize in my own town how many, women-owned businesses were here and mm. all the pain points. And so we just started having a conversation and they're like, oh, I didn't know you did that. I didn't even know you existed in our little town of 20,000 people. Right. And so all, all of those moments were just going, just taking a walk out the door to see who needs help is a great thing. Hey, I noticed that your storefront has this like blah, blah, blah on the wall. I mean, I'm a marketing person. I go, why did you use this? I go, could I, could I suggest something? Sometimes they take it, sometimes they don't, but any small business owner 
wants the help. Anyone that is, I mean, there are people that the second you give advice, they take it and they're like, wow, free advice. Who's going to say no to that? <laughs> right. No, that's great. Yeah. I mean, there's call a chamber, call a college. I mean, we have, you know, I'm thinking in my area in, in, Nass in Long Island, New York, we have Nassau Community College, which I mean, mm -hmm. look, my daughter went there. My wife is taking college classes there. Yeah. Uh, is you know, LaGuardia Community College, colleges <laughs> in New York City nearby. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, there could be, you know, again, chambers of commerce that, I mean, again, I would have to Google to find out what they are, but, you know, but, just to but reach even out the, to. But even your town, your town Facebook page. So we have a Marblehead Facebook page uh -huh. and you see all the businesses and you see all the individuals and people are, people are always seeking advice. People that are not afraid to are always seeking advice. And so right. now that, now that we're talking about it and now I've opened up all these different ideas and all these different thoughts, here it is. And guess what? Another great place, um, a great place that I've gotten interns are recruiting offices, military recruiting offices, because they, when they get out of the military, they need a bridge, a bridge to get to that Wait, job. Military recruiting offices assist with placement after discharge? Yes. Yes. Not, great I mentoring. Not, I, would, I would have never <laughs> even thought of that. I would assume that they only take people coming in. It has nothing yep. to do with people coming out. People are coming out. And so th those are individuals that are like, I'm trying to get into the business world right. and I need mentoring. So they, they are in the military. And like, I go, I have to try to figure out how do I get back into the civilian world? Right. Yeah. I've had people talk to me about that before. And I don't know what to, I mean, I don't know what to tell them because I mean, you first need to get a job before you can create a business. I mean, there's a couple steps before I can kind of help you, you know? Well, it depends on, well, it depends on what you, what you, what you offer. So whatever right. you offer, I mean, even like I go, so for me, I'm marketing. So I, I focus on your personal brand. How do you take all right, the, you are a lieutenant. Right. Yeah, you're, you're a lieutenant. Now, how do we convert that as in, as like a manager role? Because a lot of, a lot of military folks go back into the military because they don't know how to navigate the civilian world. Mm -hmm. And this is why you have people re, re, um, we'll call it re, right. uh, re-enlisting, re, re, re exactly. But if there are more people that are- You just saw American Sniper, right? That uh, Chris Kyle had like four tours. I mean, he was in the yep. seals, but like he had like at least four tours. A women, women that are in the military, they don't, a lot of women don't tell people once they are a civilian that they were in the military because they feel that that's a mark against them. And again, they were high ranking and they don't know how to navigate. So just right. for me, I like, I go to different places where whether you are retiring, whether you're a military, whether you're a student, freshman, or senior, how to navigate? So, like, how to navigate getting to your end goal? What's your end goal? Is like, a, so you have a goal, and I help you walk through that. So, whether you're a, um, a manager, a founder, a, um, a manager, a founder, a CEO, whether you're the team, how do I actually get promotions? Um, I've had this job for a long time. I keep getting overlooked. What What am I doing wrong? Uh, I had a friend, a very close friend. Um, <laughs> Uh, a young man that I nannied years ago, his wife now, she works for NASA and she was being overlooked mm -hmm. over and over and over. And I'm like, I go, and I'm like, well, what did they tell you? They're like, I go, well, they told me that I was not able to communicate at all. So people don't want to work with me. And I'm like, I go, well, that's not okay. It's okay that they told you, but now what are we going to do? So she started taking um, Toastmaster classes mm -hmm. so that she can communicate more because mm -hmm. she's like, I'm a scientist. This is what right. I do. It, right. it, my job is not to communicate. But you she kept on getting overlooked. And now she's not overlooked anymore. She took herself outside of her comfort zone. But she right. would have never known that if one, the manager didn't tell her. And two, if I didn't suggest something, we put them together and now right. she's excelling. Is she comfortable in that role? It's not her, it's not who she is, but she also knows she wants to succeed in what she does. Right. 
Well, yeah. I mean, look, I've certainly found with myself that I ended up saying like, look, certain things I don't want to like business development, networking, like I don't want to do. I just didn't yeah. want to, but I want to succeed. I want to do certain things and yes. I can't do it without that. So I just got to figure it out, you know, like you just kind of like, you know, you have to figure out how to do it. And then I can, once you get used to it, like it gets a certain enjoyment from it also. But, um, but, but even for me where I love marketing and branding, it's like, I, I live it, breathe it, eat it. I took my mom to Disney world a couple of years ago and I was like, she's like, I go, turn it off. I go, I can't, this is the marketing Mecca of the world. I'm like, I, it was just like, I, I was beside myself. And then of course, then but every day I have to run a business. So the operations, the hiring, the financials, I mean, I can't stand that stuff. It's like, it's not, it's just, oh, it's, it's, ugh. but I love mentoring. I love teaching. It's where I started. I love people getting excited about their aha moment of like, oh, wow, I am a value. That's what makes me super happy. But yeah, running a business sometimes just, it just stinks. It stinks. But guess what? If we can do so much more of what we do, you know what? It balances off some way, some way, somehow it balances. Right. Now this is, this is great. I've gotten a lot of value from this conversation. I, th I think, I mean, now after this conversation, I feel almost like when I am ready, like just put more time into this mm -hmm. uh, and I'm, you know, working as we spoke about before the recording, you know, working on getting my businesses to a place where I could be more freed up to mm -hmm. spend time on other things and other passions uh, that I almost feel like I have so many, like, I don't even know where to start now. Like, I have so many ideas <laughs> for how to start, how to start doing this or, or doing it better. I'm just doing it a little bit now, but, you know, to do it better. So the, uh, really, really appreciate it. Anything, anything else we should backfill that we didn't cover? Uh, you know what? Uh, believe in yourself as a mentor before you get out there. If you don't know what you have to offer and if you don't believe in yourself, don't do it because someone out there really needs you. And because they really need you and they're depending on you, their livelihood is depending on, the, on you, especially now um, the pandemic has forced, not forced, well, forced and also opened the door. So a lot of people wanting to do their own thing and their own thing could be whether it's their own business or going after that promotion in another job. And so if they're coming to you, make sure that you have the time, make sure that you have the clear, I know what I offer them. Because even though it's on your LinkedIn, it might be confusing. So go into your LinkedIn and make sure it's very clear to them. Anything that's that, that they can Google on you, make sure it's very clear to them. So that way, when they're looking for you and they find you, they know why they found you. And also for you on that back end, making sure that um, you are working with the right mentees that will, that you can help. Um, just don't take on mentees just to say, look, look, I'm a mentor. I'm a mentor. Um, it's, it's glamorized, but it's not glamorized because it's a lot of work. Yeah. Um, it's personally and professionally, a lot of work for you and for the individual. So I mean, I'm, that's the, the biggest thing for me where I've been doing this for many years, but I was taught that by my family where the second you get the knowledge, it is a sin to get, like not share it. And so I want to learn as much as I possibly can. I continue to learn and make sure that I'm very, very global, very like, I mean, there's like, so much of me. So that way I can be of use to anyone that comes to my door. Right. Okay. Awesome. I really, really appreciate it. Super high amount of value I've gotten from this. I think that people listening or watching this will get huge value from this as well. Hopefully enable them to, you know, get, get involved in mentoring again, whether your, you know, your ideas and uh, guidelines on how to get the kind of mentoring you need, but yeah. also, I mean, more of my focus is, you know, how to access giving mentoring, uh, yeah. you know, how to access that and how to do it more effectively 
It was, it was great information, advice, and guidelines on that. Really appreciate it. Uh, people can find out, you guys, about Jody Tatiana Charles. Find out about Jody LCGbrands.com. Of course, look her up, look her up on LinkedIn. Really appreciate you coming out today. Ben, thank you so very much for helping, having me. I really appreciate it. I look forward to talking to you again. Yes, looking forward. Bye-bye. <laughs> thank you. Bye. And we'll see everybody else on the other side as well. You're listening to Win Win, an entrepreneurial community with your host, Ben Wolf.